Improving the health of our community through compassion and excellence in healthcare services. Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital brings you another informational podcast. It's Your Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. You know, they tell us to stay active and how great it is to stay active. And they tell us that it's great for our children to be in sports. But then there's sports injuries, and they can take you out of the game pretty quick. Or if you're an older weekend warrior and you get an injury, boy, it could keep you from exercising for a very long time. Here to tell us how to prevent sports injuries is Kyle Morose. He's a physical therapist at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital's Golden Valley Physical Therapy Clinic. Kyle... First, I just want to ask you about the field of sports medicine. Does it only help athletes or also, like I was saying, the weekend warrior, those of us who like to go on the treadmill and do yoga? No, it's definitely going to apply to everyone, whether they're like a top athlete or just someone who wants to get started with something. I would think of it like this. If you went to go see a doctor for your heart, right? You'd go to a cardiologist or like a heart-specific doctor. And if you wanted to see someone regarding like your kidneys, you'd see a nephrologist. If you want to go see a medical practitioner that is talking about physical fitness or just kind of moving and grooving, then that's when a sports medicine doctor might be relevant. That's a great explanation. Thank you for that. And helps clear that up because some people think, oh, you know, I'm not going to really go see someone in sports medicine because... I don't really play sports. I just like to work out. But tell us about the conditions that you see every day, some of the common conditions and the factors that lead to the injuries that you see. Gosh, that's a loaded question because everyone is different and everyone's coming to see us for like many, many different things. But uh, in our practice or as an outpatient orthopedic field, we're going to see basically muscle joint issues. So that could be everything from foot pain, ankle pain, knee pain, hip pain, back pain, all the way up to the top of your head. So I can't really say whether we see one thing more than the other, but we do treat a lot of spines. We treat a lot of knees, shoulders, things of that sort. What are the most common reasons for people to get that, when I mentioned weekend warriors, that's people who don't always have the adequate fitness level to go participate in whatever it is that they do. And our athletes, our youth athletes with their chronic overuse and their sports-specific training, what do you think are some of the reasons that we're seeing so many more of these sports injuries? Well, to speak on the first one, so say the weekend warrior group, So you take someone and they are relatively sedentary from 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Let's say that's one's schedule. And then Saturday comes, it's a great day, and they're like, I'm going to go run a certain distance. I'm going to do this today. But they haven't prepared themselves for that all week long. And they go from literally 0 to 60. You could imagine how that might be just more than the body can handle. And then they're going to have some type of ache or pain after that. So that's kind of the weekend warrior way that people can get injured. They go too fast, too soon without the adequate preparation. And then for the overuse injuries, you can imagine I'm someone who's been doing the same sport for 10 years and I went from a certain level to now a more advanced level. But all I do is this one particular task. All I do is this one particular sport. And so you can imagine our bodies get maybe overused in the sense of you're always throwing the same way. You're always running the same way and you're never conditioning yourself to handle you know, to work the opposite side of your body. So we have a lot of things in our body that do a certain things, right? We call them agonists. This muscle 
goes this way. It makes your bones go this way. But we also have antagonists, things that do the opposite. And when you want to condition your body, you need to make sure that both parts, the agonist and the antagonist, are equally strong, if not sometimes more strong in the antagonist part, so that you're able to balance your body out. Wow, you're a great educator, Kyle. So let's talk about our kids now, because we, as I said in the intro, we want them to be involved in team sports. It's really good for sportsmanship and self-esteem and fitness level and all of those things. But then the injuries that we're seeing, some kids are doing too much sports-specific training. What what recommendations do you give, say, my son, the gymnast, about only training for one sport all year round? Yeah, so um, that is something that we're seeing a lot more of, and not just for gymnastics, but every sport, right? Soccer, baseball, football, any of this kind of stuff, running. Um, and so... You know, maybe in the past, people would do a sport for a season, and that season would be, what, three months, maybe six months. They would start it, they'd condition for it, they'd do the sport, and then they'd take some time off and go be kids and go do other stuff, right? But now we're seeing people who are doing the sport not just for three months or six months, but for 12 months, and then 12 months stacked upon 12 months, and then 12 months stacked upon another 12 months. And you could just imagine how, you know, the sense of fatigue sets in, and not just oh man, I'm tired, but my joints are tired, my muscles are tired, my ligaments are tired. And so if we don't give the body adequate time to rest, then those things that get, let's say, stressed, those things continue to get stressed. And then stress can go from an acute flare-up where, oh, I have a small pain, to I always have pain. My elbow always hurts. My back always hurts. And then that just kind of keeps on going on and on. So it's important to let the body rest, and it's important to let things be seasonal, if you will. In addition, it's also important to think of, well, let's say, let's take throwing, for instance. I throw with my right arm, and I throw, and I throw, and I throw, and then I play during a game, and I throw really hard, and then I go to practice, and I throw maybe a little bit less hard, but then I throw hard again, so on and so forth. What am I doing for my left side of my body? What am I doing for the other parts of my body that are involved in that throwing? Or am I only thinking about my right arm? We use the term myopic, right? You're looking at just one thing. You're not looking at the whole thing. And so with throwing, for instance, you got to talk about the spine. You have to talk about the hips. You have to talk about the core and not just, oh, is my arm strong? If we only think about that one part of your body, that part's going to get worn out. And so we can let people do their sports longer if we help condition so that they can, they can work on all the other parts of the, the body and not just exhaust that one part that they're thinking of. So true. What great advice, Kyle. Now, we've got these injuries, and as I said, my son's a gymnast, so I'm forever doing various modalities to help him. What do you like if somebody does feel those chronic injuries or they have an acute injury, but it's really not bad enough to, you know, take them off to the ER? What do you like? Do you like ice? Are you a heat guy? Do you like bracing, wrapping? What do you like us to do for some at-home treatments? So I like to start with the the least invasive and then go from there, right? So ice and heat are great, like, front line or first line of defense that we can use. Some easy recipes to remember is basically if something is red and swollen and bruised and hot, then you want to cool it down, and so you want to use ice. So if you roll your ankle or you get a bruise or this or that, you're going to want to use ice and not heat. Heat is going to come in later when things aren't inflamed and they're not swollen. And if you use it too soon, it's only going to make things worse. So let people know that for sure. 
Um, as far as any medications, in physical therapy, we don't prescribe medications, and so that's out of my purview, but you can always talk to your physician about that because people might have other health consi- considerations. Um, but basically, there's like a recipe where they talk about price. They say P-R-I-C-E. So protect, rest, ice, compression, and elevation. You can't do that to every part of your body. So for instance, you can't elevate your chest, but you can lay flat, for instance. But if you roll an ankle, as an example, you could wrap it up tight, put some ice on it, lift it up above your heart so that the swelling can get out of there. And then you can also just let it rest and not put any more stress on it for some time being. And that will help kind of calm down that initial stage of the injury. That's great information and so helpful because people are never quite sure whether they should use heat or ice. I've been asked the question a million times, so you really cleared that up very well. When is it you want people to see a doctor for an injury and then to get a referral to physical therapy? So it depends on the injury and the sport that you were playing, but let's just go over the big scary stuff. So if you lose consciousness, if you're having trouble seeing if you're bleeding profusely, if your leg is so swollen that it looks like it's going to pop, or if you're walking really uh, painfully or cannot walk, these are all times when you definitely want to go see a doctor and sooner than later. That's important information for listeners to hear. And, and how do you determine as a physical therapist return to play after an injury? What are you looking for before you're going to sort of set someone back out on their own? Or Because athletes, they want to get back, but... You know, you may not give them the okay. What are you looking for? So from the very beginning, when a person comes in, we're always looking for how they're doing and progressing towards getting back to whatever they want to get back to, whether it's throwing or running or jumping or playing just in general. So the things that we'll be looking for is to make sure that they have all the range of motion that they need to whatever part of their body it is, making sure there's no swelling making sure that they're strong enough and that they're fast enough and that they're comfortable enough with whatever demands they might need to put their body through, whether it's jumping off something or running really fast and then stopping and then changing direction. And so we have a bunch of different tests that we can put someone through, kind of like running them through the paces to make sure that they're able to do what they need to do out on the field, but in a safe, controlled environment where if something should come up, we can always fix it there and then before they go and meet a competitor. And so the physical therapist will be working with the person to get them ready for that level. And then before they're done with us, we should put them through those tests to give them a sense of confidence that, hey, I got this. I can do those things. Wow. Great information. And I can really hear the passion in your voice, Kyle. So as you wrap it up for us, best advice for prevention of sports injuries, for staying active and what you want people to know about the things that they can do to help avoid some of these injuries we've been discussing? What I'd like people to do is I'd like them to listen to their bodies and I'd like them to know um, that pain, if they feel pain, is, is, is something coming from your brain letting you know, hey, something doesn't feel right. Something got stretched too much, something got loaded too much, and I don't feel good right now. And to not just press through it and ignore it and think, oh, um, pain is weakness leaving the body or no pain, no gain. Because when we go into those type of really tough guy mentalities, then that's when things get hurt and ignored, and then it turns into a chronic situation. 
And that's no fun for anyone. And so I want them to know, hey, pain is an issue, and it's something where if you feel it, then you should talk to someone about it, whether it's a doctor or a physical therapist, and then come on in, and we can help sort it out and get you back onto the field playing better. Great information. Thank you so much, Kyle, for coming on. People really want to get involved in sports, and they want to work out. They just don't want to have the aches and pains that go along with it. You've given us Really good advice today. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.